Um, so. here, here's a list of questions you will not be answering today. Yes. Okay. Um, how did you get your band name? What is this song about? Uh, what's your uh, Mount Rushmore of bands to play with? Uh, what's your bucket list tour? None of those things. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I spent all morning listening to that with you. So we'll, 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 we'll abstain from doing that. Right. Yeah. 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 Big it! is my podcast! Big it! Big it! Big it is my podcast! Big it! Big it is my podcast! Hi, everyone! Hi. We're not in the same place. We were just literally, like, confined. A couple of weeks ago, we were literally... In the same like tiny space vehicle, yeah, and, and now, now look at us abroad, it did different locations entirely, yeah. Well, you know, it happened a couple hours earlier, uh, before we were supposed to record here. I'm sure we, we you'll have heard about it on our Wednesday episode, but right, yeah, we uh, we had uh, we had a COVID case in the house, poor daughter couple hours before this but luckily we can pivot we have we have the technology we have the means by which to do so and we are able to continue to welcome you to bacon is my podcast where today where i'm the only one with big ice cubes yeah i have small ice cubes but i have a skull glass that's true um it's but i have a glass not the deadpool and spider-man one. i have a glass with a hand-painted spider-man deadpool and hey Yeah, yeah from uh our good friend Melissa. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still cool. It's I, yeah, I'd like it's one very of those. cool. I'd like it's pretty awesome. But well, uh, yeah, today we've got lead singer, multi instrumentalist, and uh the the brains behind the band now after nothing, Matt. Yeah, and we even talked to him a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um before we get into that though, um a reminder. Patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. If you want a little bit more extra bacon, if you want to get your stuff early, ad free. I mean, shit, we do our Wednesday episodes on the Sunday prior. How live? Much sooner, how much sooner do you get things than live? So you want to see us live? You can do it right on Patreon. If you also want to see us live, yeah. you can do it every Thursday right now. Yeah. On our Twitch, twitch.tv slash. Bacon's my podcast. Absolutely. Or is it Bacon's my pod? Bacon's my pod. Bacon's my pod, yeah. And we are recording our first EP. Um, so far, it's been a lot of fun because, I mean, shit. People, anybody, and we didn't even get to talk to Matt about that, but anybody we've brought up to them, like saying, hey, we're doing this live. Uh, our producer is giving us notes live. Yeah. And people are like, like even like, Kate, really? Kate, from, <laughs> Kate from Throw the Fight, he's just like, what? Like really? Why? Why would you do that? Why? Why like, would you well, do that? Yeah. Why the hell not? That's a so, lot of what we're getting. Is why would you do that? Yeah. If you haven't seen that, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely check it out. Uh, each episode only lasts for a week, so yeah. um, if you if you jump on at any time, you'll get the previous week's episode. And uh, like we said, Thursdays are live, mm -hmm. and we're literally doing it as it's happening. Um, I know for me for one, I'm not prepping at all. No. Uh, <laughs> No. even a little yeah. um you know because i'm i'm going method with it not because uh 
I can't find time. <laughs> no, I mean there there's like there is a little bit of prep work for me because I had to import stuff from one uh yeah you have another. you have a lot more stuff but to do on the overall yeah I, I try not to prep for it i try not to do things but i want to remind everybody besides that oh you know what so th those episodes they do only last a short time but uh starting next week we will be putting them up on the patreon so this way you guys can watch them yep. um at any any level right yeah so $5 Even at the lowest level, you can definitely month, check it out. Matter. You can take a look. You can watch them. Check them out. And, of course, everything we do is brought to us by a wonderful sponsor here called Manscaped. Whack your weeds. If you're if you're looking right now on StrangerHoodTV.com, which is our official YouTube page, yeah, we have the Weed Whacker 2.0. Whack so your weeds, we talk man. About, we talk about the nose hair trimmer and the ear hair trimmer. That's the one we had, the original Weed Whacker. They've improved it somehow. So somehow it was painless, and now it's even less painless. <laughs> and Manscaped is the shit. They sent us three of these. We're going to give a few of these away. We haven't figured out how yet, but go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD, and you'll get 20% off your order and free shipping. Absolutely. Yeah, you should definitely check that out. Uh, you can actually check out any of our um, like our promos, uh, any of our sponsors. We try and get the best price, the best uh, deal for you guys so that you guys can check it out. Um, just go to baconismypodcast.com. We have a sponsors page. And if you go on there, everything will be on there. And you can uh, find the best deals. Yeah. Uh, now, I like – here's something I like about Manscaped. Um, and this isn't a shill thing. This is just a thing that I that I hadn't thought about before that I started to enjoy now. Um, they decided that uh, different hairy parts of your body deserve to be called different parts of um, landscaping. Yeah. Right? So, like, uh, you have weeds in your nose because the weed whacker we, – weeds come in your nose and in your ears. Uh, we have hedges on our face hedges right we definitely have that um now the lawn we do have the lawn the lawn for all of you that might not know the lawn is the old uh cratch uh, i do <laughs> the I lawn do, and the cratch it's more in the crotchal region that they're talking about but it works great on your chest and other areas as well right it does it if does you gotta, but if you got so a hairy whole back lawn. and you got a partner that's able to help you out i'm sure it'd do the job well there's also the uh they they do also have the the plow because well, that's, uh yeah, that's, that's for the face that's for the face so i guess we're gardening on our face as well because mm -hmm. we have a plow uh and then uh now the place where we can both shave and mop is the crops yeah now the crops are the uh, inner leg crease uh, beanbag yes. region. That's where your crops are. Well, there. apparently it's also your butt. Well, also the butt, yeah. 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 Uh, so well, the, is, the grundle, the grundle area. The grundle is, is super There's important. A lot of crops in the grundle. 
Uh, but I will say one of our favorite Manscaped products is the Crop Mops. The Crop Mops. Those are the if best. If you ever see us, uh, if you see us at Bamboozle, if you see us at any live event of any sort ever, come up to us, say what's up, and we'll give you at least one free one. Uh, if you come up to us and you go, have you mopped your crop yet? You'll get two free ones. And maybe a, and to. maybe a drink. I might even buy yeah, you a yeah, drink yeah. Yeah, if a that drink, happens. A drink and a, and a crop mop. I, I, I know <laughs> I'll at least have one. I don't want to. I don't want to promise two and then like, you know. Well, yeah, I'll usually yeah, have. If a I only have two. If I only have two and I have one person come up to me, I can't give them both because what if somebody That's else comes up? That's true. What about my crop? Or I'm selfish. Right. You're thinking right. of others. Well, I'm. I am also thinking about my crop. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, one of those two things. So, <laughs> this yeah. wasn't supposed to be a whole intro on Manscaped, but it just but it's it struck me as funny. So uh, let's yeah, let's just get to the episode. Absolutely. Uh, we apologize to anybody that's like you shill too much. Like this wasn't shilling. I mean, they literally have these titles for a reason, and somebody had to address it. And I think it's funny. I agree. Let's yeah. get to the episode right now. Right. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's quite refreshing to get some. Uh, just kind of shoot the shit questions. <laughs> yeah, we we started this whole thing as with that in mind. We were just kind of like we've we've done interviews, so yeah. we we understand answering the same questions all the time. Or just sometimes you you're like, I, man, I wish somebody would ask me about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, so that's that's kind of what we decided to do with this. Is is it was like let's invite other like artistic creators or musicians or whatever. Uh, yeah onto the show and just have a conversation and figure out what they're into, you know, and give everybody a break from, from that stuff while also giving an outlet to promoting. Yeah. Right on. Cool. All right. You ready? You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try a different approach. I usually do the, uh, the silky smooth. You do. But you do like why I'm going to say hi again. We do the intro. That's true. Without <laughs> without you, Matt, unfortunately. But we do the intro, so why would I intro it again? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're already That's here. Silly. We're already here. <laughs> and you are there. So everybody, please welcome to the show. Uh frontman, multi instrumentalist, Matt from Now After Nothing. What's going on, man? Not much. How you guys doing? We're doing right. good, doing good. I like that, Mike. That was a good I I, I think that's better. <laughs> Well, that could be argued. I know, I know, I know it'll upset certain people that I won't have the. Uh, maybe I should just do it anyway. Hey, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> now it feels right. You now do we, have that buttery baritone that we do love. <laughs> uh, so Matt's a part of the uh, Dark Wave band now. After nothing, they have a new single out called "Fixation Fantasy." It is out on all the streaming platforms and whatnot one thing that is really cool about their music is a lot like i talk about and jimmy and i we have our twitch stream that that is uh, also a very similar situation he's a part of a two-person band so the recording process the writing process is a one or two-person thing um, more one-person thing i'm guessing from, from that um so, at least as it is now right right till till the band yeah. comes together but what, what exactly? Why would you approach something that way? Because like I, I know why I would approach something that way. Um, 
mainly because I mean sometimes you don't want to listen to other people's thoughts about a certain thing have you met people it's like less less cooks in the kitchen you know there's like a number of things people don't really understand well it's not the same as being in a band it's like well you know what sometimes it is pretty freeing i mean i'm i'm sure now you you have michael in the band as your drummer uh bouncing things off of him is is nice and refreshing i'm sure it is yeah but um but yeah what what made you come from you know you were you were a drummer and and past bands and stuff like that mm. uh what made you decide to come up front be a front man do do the you know do the multi-instrumental thing and make this yours yeah i think um so i like like you said i started as a drummer um when i was a kid but um my last band i was a bass player and did all the backing vocals and um, I was the primary songwriter um, doing all the music and I had a vocalist who did, you know, all the lyrics and melodies and stuff. Um, but I, um, you know, I, I always did backing vocals and I never thought of myself as, you know, being good enough to be a front person or to be the lead vocalist. And I just got to a point where I was like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm just, you know, want to do what i want to do and um so but really this kind of started i was just going to do a solo album um i hadn't been in a band for a while i hadn't um you know i kind of took a little break from music for a bit and then when i decided to um kind of tackle this solo album it was just going to be you know me doing everything and hadn't really no nothing in mind other than i just wanted to start being creative again i needed to get that out um, Michael was someone that I had worked with in my last band. And as I was shaping these songs and writing them, and I realized, I mean, it was nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, but it was more like I started crafting songs and I would put like program drums on there and I'd send it to him like, Hey, what do you think? And that kind of thing. And, um, so when it came time to do the actual record, so I had worked out everything like with this idea of like doing like a solo project, but, or a solo album. But as I got further down the path and I realized like, Hey, I was really kind of proud of what I was doing. I was, you know, really excited about it. And I hadn't felt that in a long time. And then, um, you know, I just kind of wanted to have, I, I wanted to do live drums. My drum chops are, you know, way gone um and michael's a great drummer and he's really like he's an easygoing guy you know he's just super chill i mean we've all been in bands before with people that are not easygoing and super chill and yes so uh, you know so some of it was i didn't want there to be too many cooks in the kitchen um but uh but yeah i was just really excited about like what was coming out and i thought you know having some live drums on there and just kind of turning it into a band again is really, uh, really that's where I, where my heart was. I don't think Oops. I was ready to admit it to myself. It, you know, like when right. I started this, this as a soul, as a, this idea to do a solo album, but I really did. I really somewhere in the back of my head, I knew that I wanted to do like the live band thing again and getting Michael in was a no brainer um, as far as that went. But I also felt at that point it was, still i had to keep to that vision of like this solo kind of album idea um in the in the sense of like i really wanted it to be my vision and i i you know i didn't want to compromise it i didn't want to you know i 
just wanted to do it the way I wanted to do it. And I wanted to try being a singer, um, you know, and try being the guitar player. And uh, yeah. I, I, I can identify with so many of those things. First off, always being like the guitar player doing background vocals and never really thinking of yourself as a, as a singer, a lead singer or lead front person or whatever it is. Um, it's really, it's freeing in a mm -hmm. lot of ways for sure. Um, but one, one thing that I, I do want to ask, you know, when you were talking about changing it from a solo record or a solo project to a band and I couldn't, I couldn't answer this myself because I, a couple of projects that I have, uh, they start out as solo things and then I just kind of go, Oh, I'm going to put it under a band name. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I, I don't know what it is. Is there a specific reason why you went for a band name rather than, uh, you know, a solo thing with your own name, uh, especially when you're trying to stay so close to the source material and a, a soul vision? Um, not really any particular reason other than, you know, I think the band name just sounds cooler. Like, Amen. you know, there, <laughs> there's no like, like Matt Spatial, like, no, like, who the hell is that? Right. Um, <laughs> and I can somebody, you know, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's my, uh, my self-confidence boost for the day, but there you go. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think, you know, a, a band name always sounds cooler, you know, yeah. um, if you have the right band name, I mean, I suppose if you have a shitty band name, then maybe not, but, True. um, <laughs> But yeah, I think, you know, I wanted to, uh, and I did want to be in a live band, you know, yeah. like, um, I don't know. And I, I, the thought of being on stage with like four, you know, three or four people behind me and it'd be Matt Spatial that just felt a little, isn't that weird? Yeah. I, I that like, same. Yeah. I'm not that, like, I'm not that person. Like I need to kind of, you know. Quick reminder that this show is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Mythical Beards. Check them out, mythicalbeards.com. You can get stickers, you can get hoodies, you can get all that kind of stuff. But most importantly, you can get shit for your face. Keep your beard fresh, keep it clean, keep it groomed. If it's good enough for Mick Foley, God damn it, it's good enough for us. I'm wearing the Kraken right now. I am actually wearing the Dracula. Nice. And that's why I smell like an old-time barbershop. If you go to mythicalbeards.com and use the promo code BACON15, you get 15% off your entire order. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at grillyourassoff.com, where you can also get 15% off of your order of all spices, grilling rubs. They're uh, delicious Freaking sauces. Yes, delicious sauces, all that kind of stuff. Every season is grilling season if you like to cook. Yes. So definitely check it out. Grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code BACON because it'll keep grilling season all year fucking long. 15% off with the promo code. 10% off at drinkwildbills.com where you can get all kinds of great sodas, which we've seen lots of mixers for. So keep sending them in. Hashtag drinkwildbills. Hashtag what's your bacon. Mm -hmm. Send us your your beverage options. Of choice. And yes. also poddex.com. You can see them in another part of the show. Yes, indeed. But both of those, 10% off, you use the promo code bacon. So yes. check it out. 
Let us know what you think. Let us know what you got. Use them. Find them. If you can't remember what we just said, go to baconismypodcast.com. Everything's there. Check it out. Thanks for watching. I couldn't. I uh, I released a, a solo acoustic record a couple of years ago, um, and even that I I couldn't do just under my name. It just felt yeah. felt weird. Yeah. So I had to like I had to make like a project name for it, and I'm like, this is what it's gonna be. <laughs> right. Right. So that's that project. <laughs> Um, for the same reason, I'm just like, one, it sounds cooler. And then two, I was just like, it just feels weird. It feels weird yeah. being like, hi, this is the Jimmy G project. Right. Yeah. It's well, like, I, ah. I think a lot of it is, you know, especially given our backgrounds, like Jimmy was a guitar player, background vocalist for a right, long yeah. time as well. Yeah. We all kind of started the same way as, as I, I think supporting. I think, yeah. And I'm pretty front. sure it has something to do with PTSD from a lead <laughs> singer in the past. That's 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 the only. That's why reason. I'm singing because of PTSD. Yeah. Right. I think it has to do with that, <laughs> for sure. Um, another thing that we we uh, touched on is your your love for film and for uh, good series and stuff like that. Uh, you get major points for both the Big Lebowski reference, but you're also a big Breaking Bad fan, which is yeah aces in my book but what um you were a film major in college uh video production and management yeah okay um that was that was that was my undergrad degree okay yeah all right are are you still pursuing that at all are you doing anything with that or no i never did anything with it actually um (laughs) i mean i went to work for a, a network here in atlanta but it was more on like the uh the research side okay um of the business um which at the time i th- like felt fine because i d- i had all my creative energy still to do music and i didn't I, that really ended up being kind of like a blessing in disguise yeah. that i didn't really uh think about initially um but yeah so i so i i didn't really do anything specific on the production side um and then i somehow from tv ended up in the the digital side of the business uh digital research but um but yeah i I, and then well and then completely left field i went back to school um like i don't five six seven eight years ago and i got a master's degree in mental health counseling um okay and i never did anything with that either (laughs) well you write songs so that's kind of the same thing the same thing right right (laughs) that's awesome what what is uh like bar none most life-changing film of your entire life what what made you want to get into the production side of that um it actually wasn't a film so much it, it was um you it was the u2 zoo tv tour mm. um i was really young and um but it, like got to see the show and i was just blown away and i was already like a drummer or an aspiring drummer um you know i had just i I, my sights were always set on music but i didn't want to go to college and like i'm self-taught i i couldn't go to college and try to get a degree in music i never had any interest in theory um or anything like that like it just wasn't like you know who like who i am but i was always really like that tour really like changed how i thought about music and and visuals together mm-hmm. and i thought well i'm already a musician 
let me learn how to do some of this video stuff. <laughs> nice. So uh, just because you bring up U2, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of U2, I will say that. I don't care what anybody says about it. Uh, but they're one of those bands that for some reason, like you look at a band that has that has been around for as long as they have, all the same members constantly reinvented themselves, constantly have been able to put out like uh, music that is that is like on top of what's coming trend wise um, valid, valuable. Like they, they haven't put out anything that was just kind of like, they didn't put anything shitty out. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean, like they continuously do it uh, universally successful. Everybody loves them. And also for some reason, Everybody hates. Them. <laughs> I don't. The, the only what do you think it is? Is it just Bono and like they hate Bono because he gives so much money and time to worthy <laughs> charities? Like he's too good of a guy, asshole. <laughs> right, or just that he does it with shades on. Right. <laughs> he's, he's pompous. I, right. The, the the free the free album thing was a little bit much for me personally. I I, I think that's. Like, I don't want. It. I don't. I want think it. that's. Yeah, I think that's and funny. Like I probably, I don't. I I probably would have gotten the album anyway. But right. I think it was, it felt so invasive to a lot of people. <laughs> like, yes, yes, I could that's see like, that because it's also a cool thing. But it's oh, like yeah. if 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 everybody in in the country gets a free CD in the mail, <laughs> it's like oh they're awesome. But it's like they invaded my phone and forced yeah. me. Yeah, and it's like no, they didn't. They put it on iTunes, which you are using. <laughs> you don't own that. <laughs> That's not a... <laughs> But well, still, think... it just feels like uh Yeah, we, I think we're also th talking about the, the years of iPhones. Feels like they hacked like, you. Yeah. iPhones were like four gigs as opposed to now six. <laughs> right, gigs. right. So you're right. like, man, I wanted to I want to get this album or it's bumping this album or whatever right. it is. So you're like, fucking Bono. <laughs> I just man, I just remember like um we and I've and I've told this story on the show before because we talked about like times where you pick a cover or you throw like something in the like we we tend to throw songs in the middle of our own songs. We'll like break into some other song and then come back out of it, and um, and it's either something really weird or it's something that we just think is kind of cool or just hey, this is in the key and I, maybe <laughs> maybe I stole this riff, you know? Like let's let's just lean into it. Um, and we had a show where. We put in, I don't remember what song it was, but we put a U2 song in the middle of one of our songs. And like in rehearsals, like we killed it. I was like, oh man, like we sound really good doing this. <laughs> this is great. Do you remember the uh, song? I'm trying to think of it. Um, uh, Pride, I think okay. it was. Because we've tried a couple different ones, but I think it was that one. Um, no, yeah, it was that. So... Uh, we, we're playing the show and we have the audience's attention. Everybody's into it. We're having a great time. <laughs> we we launch into that in our in our bridge. We break down. We go into it. We found a creative way. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna kill. And everybody like turns around and goes to get a drink at the bar. And I was like, oh my god, what just now, happened? Now was this was this pre or post uh, invasive uh, YouTube was, on the iPod thing? This was post iPod, but yeah. it was. But it was, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> still, it just was shocking 
how much it was literally the in, like the entire bar was like time to get a beer. <laughs> I was I was trying to get a good shot of the Zoo TV set because oh, I remember yeah. it being oh crazy yeah. epic. Yeah, this is probably the best one I can get. But they had tons and tons of CD, uh, TVs. Yeah, this oh is yeah, definitely like this is way before that was actually a thing. Oh, completely. Yeah. Dude, they're such a creative band and so good. I just remember, like, I had never seen anything like that and done so well. Like, I mean, yeah, there's people that had like video screens and they're, you know, but the right. way that that was like, uh, it was just incredible. If there's anyone out there who has not seen like that tour, uh, like like a video of that tour, um, go do it because it's a, it's it was an they, incredible. They did it. They did a documentary on that, didn't they? Like there's they, a whole, uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe there's a there's yeah a thing about it out there. I'm sure it's on YouTube now. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. That doc. I, I remember seeing that document. In fact, I remember actually as a kid recording that documentary and then going back and watching it over and over and over. And it's, I mean, yeah. there's probably many documentaries documentaries on it at this point. But right, right. Um, but just like when they were, you know, taking you backstage and um talking about how you know they put all the video together and like they conceptualized and everything and um yeah I mean, like i studied all of that i was just so into it i thought it was just um it blew me out of the water do you have anything you know not crazy obviously not a stage setup like that but do you have any kind of uh any intent on making the now after nothing live show a live show with any visual accompaniment and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I've always, you know, out of that experience, any band I've ever been in, I've always tried to do something kind of visually cool. And, you know, whether, whether it's something small, but just, you know, something that the other bands weren't doing to help Set you kind of part, stand yeah. out. Yeah. And uh, just something to, you know, just some cool little light extras here and there. Um, I would love to, yeah. I mean, I would love to do it. Um, the, thing i've always run into is like it's got to be something scalable you know right. yeah that's um, the crazy thing you know and i remember doing a show with my old band um you know we had done i we covered the entire stage on the sides and behind us in all white theater curtain i had us like we all dressed in white and projected onto us the entire show um and i thought oh, that's, that's cool it, yeah and this you know this was 10 plus years ago now yeah. um and it was a really cool thing but i think like everybody's doing that kind of thing now right so you know i i don't i'm in the brainstorming uh phase right now just trying to think of you know something something cool and something different um and you know the biggest issue always with any of those extras was you know if you can't get it to and from the gig easily then you've got a problem <laughs> right um well then you have you know Today's gig is at a small place with a very tiny stage, and tomorrow's gig is at a large venue where right. the stuff that looked like a crazy amount of cool stuff on a small stage now looks like right. sparklers in a backyard. <laughs> like like you've know? got a like you've got a twelve inch thing of Stonehenge. Like right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 18, 18 inches of Stonehenge. <laughs> eighteen inches of Stonehenge in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> um how is how is the music scene out in atlanta because we jim and i were, were in atlanta back in november mm -hmm. and uh we were there like 
confined to a hotel room, ba- uh, a hotel basically. We did get to go get some uh, some fried chicken. What was it? Jack's fried chicken or Jack's fried chicken? Something yeah. like hmm. that. Uh, it was right down the road from the Marriott Regency. Yeah, that there. was in Atlanta. I forgot we were in Atlanta because we saw nothing but a hotel and that yeah. chicken place. Chicken place, <laughs> uh, that, which is which is fun. Uh, a fun story too. Um, <laughs> how is the scene down there? Um, you know, it, it's funny. Like, I mean, I'm just kind of getting back into it myself. Right. Yeah. You know, like when I was more actively in a band, um, you know, it, it was a good scene. Um, very supportive. And, um, you know, at least like, I think everybody finds their own circle of like, you know, friends or, uh, like friend or sister bands, you know, right. if you will. Um, and yeah, I always had a great experience here. Um, I hope that, you know, as I, get this project off the ground again and back into you know back in the clubs i i hope there's still that same level of support that i can find out there is there like a specific area that's that's kind of like the hotbed for decent venues kind of thing yeah there's an area called east atlanta village um which is kind of like the um the the uh east village of like you would liken it to east village in new york Mm -hmm. okay um, you know, it's kind of like that kind of scene. It's a lot smaller, you know, it's not as many blocks, but, um, but it, you know, it's definitely crams in many clubs and stuff. So it's cool. Some of those small areas develop a pretty like, like supportive fan base, which is great, you know, yeah. they're, they're propping up their venues, their, their locals in that venue. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's great too, because like, you know, people get very protective of those areas when it, yeah. when that happens, you know, same thing, like there's an area here called little five points, which is similar to like what, um, like Camden town in, in London. Right. Um, and people get very protective of the, and unfortunately little five has lost some of its clubs over the years, but, uh, some of the live music venues, but, um, East Atlanta, you know, it, it's the same thing. People are very protective of it. If you think of like, you've probably heard of the club here, Masquerade, yeah. um, yes. which was like a legendary club. And, but it was kind of at the time, it was in the not middle of nowhere, but it had nothing else around it. And unfortunately, you know, developers come in and right. take over like, you know, the parking lot. And now there's fucking t- t- uh, condos there. And right, right. All the places that bands used to rehearse that were like right around Masquerade and the shitty warehouses and stuff, you know, those are all gone. And um, so I I, the world needs another subway. Yeah, exactly. Right. So not enough Walgreens. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah. So East Atlanta Village is it's cool that it's, you know, still has that um, still has that sense of. you know, like, let's not lose this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it was Gus's world famous fried chicken. Gus's. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And I have not even tried Gus's myself, so I will. Uh, it was delicious. If you're it's looking good. for thumbs up, if you're looking for a true, uh, amazing culinary experience, not the place for you. Yeah. Uh, but- <laughs> If you're if you're looking looking for some greasy food, that's if you're looking for some really good fried chicken served up in a in a little plastic bowl, yeah, with uh, with whatever yeah, beer they have it. available. Oh my god! So <laughs> so they gave us. A it's beer amazing. Menu. It's really <laughs> good. I I loved it. I thought it was great. I was like, this is just my speed. This yeah. is a beer menu. I asked for for something, and he's like, yeah, cool, no problem. He goes behind like the the bar that you'd sit up 
in front of by a you know like a any kind of diner or whatever uh waffle house and he ducks behind and you just hear clinking of glass and you just hear <laughs> and he pulls out and and he's like hey i i don't have that but i do have these so he starts putting <laughs> He just starts putting. I have bottles. one of these. I have three of these. <laughs> yeah, a half so, open these. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. This is the so other half of mine. Through, <laughs> he's rummaging through like two coolers behind there, and he pulls them out, and he's wiping the ice off, and he's like, "These are selections." I said, "Okay, cool. Give me, give me that one." Jimmy goes, "Yeah, I'll have one of those too." He goes, "That's the last one. Right. Let me go check. Let me go check to see what else we have." And he goes back under. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great, and then the, and then the, the the employees were just yelling at each other, profanities. <laughs> yeah, like you wouldn't you wouldn't dare do that. I wouldn't lot do of, that with Jimmy. Quite profane. Here. Well, well sh- shit. Let me uh, let me make my reservation for tomorrow. Absolutely, you should go. You should go. Uh, reservations are not required. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I tell you what. Oh, e- even better. The yeah. next time, the next time I'm Atlanta, I will be looking for another one of those. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Because again, the chicken was great. Yeah. 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 They, if you like spicy chicken, it's it's yeah. the uh, it's the bee's knees there. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So I want to jump back into. I had a couple movie questions for you that were that are more like uh, getting to know you kind of questions. Yeah. Um, so I would say like if um, amongst my friends we all have those like the the movie quotes that come up in conversation over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, you know, like my my guitar player quotes uh, Goodfellas nonstop, <laughs> right? Nonstop. I'm always doing. Uh, stuff from big lebowski or stuff from like bill and ted's or stuff from like yeah, yeah. like so uh what would you say like two questions one is there like a, a a movie that you and your friends happen to like you're just throwing quotes back and forth all the time and if someone was going to look at a uh a movie to get your sense of humor upon meeting you what would that movie be oh that's a good question um for the latter, mm-hmm. um, that's a t- well. It could be more yeah, than one movie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, probably the the Big Lebowski is actually a a, a good. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta really, you, you gotta you either love that movie or you hate it. I think. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like um, so I think that that's a really good one. Like, I'll I'll give you a great story. That's uh that my wife. Uh, our first date we had gone after we had dinner she had just gotten she had um just flown in from visiting her parents or something and we had plans to go out that night and she um you know her flight was delayed and all this and she was like well i still want to you know meet up with you and you know we'll just do something like low key so after dinner we ended up going back to her house and watching the big lebowski nice nice and I was like, "You are the one." <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a keeper. I yeah. Me and my girlfriend, it was uh, it was the anchorman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like once I found out that she like laughed nonstop from the beginning to end of Anchorman. Yeah. It was kind of like, this is this is forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is who we are. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Um, so I would say definitely the Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. and um, and then I would go like something old school, like Ferris Bueller. Um, yeah, you know, I, oh, yeah. I just, uh, you know, God, if I, 
I could have been Ferris that, right. you know, like I, I think that's all I wanted to be when I was a kid. <laughs> like, was right. Ferris right. Bueller. <laughs> so definitely, definitely that one. But as far as like, so th- to the first question, God, my, like my first band that I was ever in, I was like, you know, real like 18 years old. And these guys were like 25, 26. Um, but we, I, I think the only way we knew how to communicate was in movie quotes. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like anything John Hughes, like, you know, Caddyshack, um, nice. you know, just like everything. Um, and that I mean, all like the the comedy movies of that time. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Tommy Boy between me and my friends, too. There's a right. lot of. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. They, Tommy yeah. Boy, Black Sheep. A lot of people, lot of yeah. people they like they, they meld together some of those quotes, and they'll 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 go, "Well, that was Tommy Boy." It's like, no, 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 that was Black Sheep. Interruption. I was gonna do the hold up, <laughs> but that was better. Nice. There's no time like today to take care of your your hygiene. Indeed, indeed. And one of those things that can help you. If you're a man or a woman, even yeah, uh, Manscaped, Manscaped can help you with their uh, their lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, uh, their lawnmower 4.0 has skin safe technology. It's a ceramic blade. It's waterproof. It's got a nice little uh, LED lights, so this way you can mm-hmm. see underneath all those those crevices. Shave your privates in the shower in the dark. Don't actually do that. Don't do that. But you could. Yeah, you could with Manscaped. Because you have a light. Indeed, indeed. And for guys, uh, listen, uh, the perfect package uh, 4.0 is like where it's at for you guys. Because it comes with not only the lawnmower, not only the weed whacker for your ear and nose holes. Well, we got one. So, yeah. So bring it up real quick. What you also get. So, yes. For one, you get the lawnmower 4.0, which is ceramic blades. It's not going to cut you. It's it's got a guard so you can, you know, make sure that you got a trim in some spots. You got to the skin in other spots. You make sure that that beanbag's shiny. You know, we also have some... Package that beanbag in... Underwear. The underwear. Yeah. It's got the, uh, the little ball pouch. It does have the ball pouch. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Separate. It's technology. Um, this right here... I like this. ...is for when you are shaving your balls. Yeah. It's little placemats, so this yeah, it's way... Like, it's like a newspaper. Yeah. But then you just... You, you shave them, you crumple it up, you throw it away. No mess, no huss, no fuss. Yeah. Right? Is that, it's is also that got it some. It's it's got some fun, funny articles in it. It as does. Well. It so does. It does. When you, read I it. recommend you definitely read it, yeah. but not while you're shaving your nuts. No. Uh, there's the ball deodorant. Yes, I, I use it every day. Crop preserver, and the crop reviver. I don't use it every day, but I have used it. Plenty it is times. pretty fantastic. You need that midday spritz. Yep. Just psst, psst, go for it. Freshens you up right away. Who doesn't love a little spritz on the beanbag? Exactly. And where do I keep it all? Well, right here. The shed, baby. You know what? The shed is a pouch for the things to clean your pouch. Exactly. Right? Right? I use it personally for my toiletries when I travel. You do. I've seen it. I've got got multiple. I've got a few of them. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead, manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. You get 20% off this entire order plus free shipping. 
Uh, not only can you get the Perfect Package 4.0, but you can sign up for their program where they will send you new stuff automatically. New blades. Every month, every two months, every three months. You decide. You decide what you need. If you need new blades every three months, they'll send you new blades every three yes. months. If you want to check out uh, maybe the crop mops. I can't talk about the crop mops enough. They're my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, get those. Get those every month. When you anyway, come and you hang out with us and we see you and stuff like that, we always have crop mops on our person. So yeah. It's make like sure a business card, us. but for Manscaped and not us. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah. Manscaped.com. Promo code BACONPOD. 20% off. Free shipping. Call it a day. Thank you very much. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any you have any movies that are like favorites of yours that that even though even your even your good friends just like they're just like I don't know man <laughs> that's, I guess that's you I guess that's your thing <laughs> Oh uh let's see All right this is going to be uh you want a nook and cranny Here, nook here's and cranny. here's let's get it here's, here's a good one for you Uh <laughs> I'm gonna lose all goth credibility here, <laughs> but I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna do it though. It's all right. We'll talk about the crow afterwards. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and Lost Boys. And Lost Boys. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. No. Um. I have a thing Goddamn for the vampires. Yeah. I have a thing for the Spice Girls. So mm. sp so Spice World. It's. I mean, it's, you know, it's my guilty pleasure. Hey. Five, and there were just five like very cute British girls who could sing harmonies like you wouldn't believe really well. Yeah. And you know, I'm a sucker for good harmonies. Who do you have a, do you have a spice girl crush when you were there? Um, I think, well, let's see when they first came out, I, I had a baby spice crush, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who was the other one? Um, well, and, Posh and um, yeah, Posh Spice. Yeah, I had a I had a ginger and scary just because I was like, <laughs> I was like, they look dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> they, look, they look a little crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm gonna say anybody but sporty, personally. Yeah, I'm not gonna be the one to go. No, I'll I'll, I'll include her. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, never, never really did it for me. Yeah. I think I posh, sp posh spice at least you know appealed to you know like the the, the dark wave goth in me. That's she always true. had on the you know, very like fashionista but very sleek and it, dark and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I can so see that, that. That that's my one uh, attempt at trying to redeem some shred of. Uh, you get it, man. You're there. You, you said you said baby first, and if you want that, she's. The, I did. Yeah. The complete opposite of goth. She is. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is true. Yeah. Well. Well, pale is is there. She, yeah. She's very pale. That's true. Okay. Actually, I'll, I'll give you an I'll give you another movie uh, reference in in relation to my own life. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember the, the movie Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage? Yes. Yeah. The soundtrack, of course, was unbelievably amazing. Yeah. Um, that's one I I really love. But that was like, you know, if I what if I didn't want to be Ferris Bueller, I wanted to be Randy. From from uh, yeah. from Valley Girl, and it was like you know the, the kind of the uh, the punk kid right from a, yeah. from like the wrong side of the tracks kind of thing, and there's his Valley Girl, and uh, yeah, I had a thing for that. Nice. Yeah, my I, I think 
like a Valley Girl equivalent for me would have probably been True Romance because that that movie, oh yeah yeah that movie like uh, shaped my childhood for some reason. Like I just watched Patricia Arquette for one was like I thought she was the hottest thing in the world in that in that movie. I was just I was like what. I just loved. I loved her. I loved the the fact that her teeth were messed up. <laughs> she was just so hot. She was so hot. I. Uh, she was very yeah, like the whole like natural kind of thing. Yeah, totally awesome. And then like uh, you know, just Christian Slater as a. I work in a comic book store, and then my life takes me to uh, having suitcases full of cocaine and selling it. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy Dick Ritchie. <laughs> the, uh, it's funny you bring up Nick Cage because. I know that uh, that Jimmy has a new favorite movie that's, oh. that's kind of like absolutely one of those like you either love it or you hate it. And Who hates people, it? People, I will argue. I will well, fight yeah, them I, in the I, streets. I, but but I think I think a lot of people would kind of go, oh, "What am I watching this shit for?" I personally love it, but the unbearable weight of massive massive talent. Have you Dude. seen that yet? I have not. Dude, oh man, you got it. As see. soon as we're off, okay. <laughs> go watch it. Yeah. Pedro right. Pascal, Nick Cage, Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It it's is. incredible. He's, he's not just Nick Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's, he's Nick fucking Cage. Nick fucking Cage. Yeah. Isn't he's, he always? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he, and, he, and w- which character is he in, in, in that movie? He's he's like he comes to him in well he comes in him in like his sort of his raising arizona phase he's got the younger him that talks to him is like we're still here we're still got it yeah. <laughs> it's like him talking to himself we're nick fucking <laughs> this go it's, see it it's great yeah what, what what's it called again the unbearable weight of massive talent yeah. unbearable weight of massive talent okay yeah. awesome yeah it's, i will definitely check it out check it out and then hit us both up All right. and let us know how much you love it, and if you don't, I, I apologize. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'll do. I'll. I'll. I'll order you a pizza to your house that has pesto on it. Like, Sweet. I, I feel that strongly. Yes, <laughs> you're gonna love it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel that strongly about pizza, but I'll try not to lie. <laughs> I'll be able to tell. Yeah, okay. I can tell. <laughs> um, so real quick, I do have to interject here because you got to pay some bills. Oh yeah, how are we gonna do this today? Uh, well, we could do it one of two ways. We can we can have Matt figure it out too. I think so, that's the best idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in. We are sponsored by a company called Poddex, and what they do is they create questions for budding podcasters, people who need fuck you, Jim. Uh, they need um, you know, a little bit extra help talking, and uh, they make these different types of cards. They make all sorts of decks okay. cards, but now. They also have an app that Jimsy has on his phone here. Mm. They do. And let me see if I currently have it on my phone. Yeah. Oh well, that'll that'll dictate whether or if I have to. <laughs> if I well, I know it's on here, but I like, do I have to re? Um, so Matt, what we usually have our guests do, yeah, is pick one of these decks. But what, what's yeah? What are the? Uh, I can't read. What are the? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's another topics. We have the episode deck. We've got the interview deck. We've got the interview deck two. We've got what the heck, would you rather, what the fuck, and how dare you? <laughs> and I do, in fact, have the app where I can scroll through also other uh, other things like philosophy. <laughs> mm. 
Great Inventions, Movie Night, Deal Breakers, and uh, Ghost Hunters, and Mental Health. All those are hmm. other things on here. So if you are a person that uh, that likes the idea of pod decks, um, I used to I used to bartend and I used to bring some like a deck with me when we first started doing this with me. I, I just kind of had one in my bag and I would flip them out like a slow night at the bar. Or if you notice, sometimes you see people that are like they want to talk to each other, but they just can't. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> here's a fun game for you guys to do. Yeah. So just cool, fun, like icebreaker questions and things. So. Definitely had a good time with that too. Yes. Yeah. If so, uh, uh, if anybody that's watching is interested in this, though, go to poddex.com. You can check it out. Check out all the decks. Check out the app, and you can even get some cool swag. They have uh, soft style T-shirts that don't hurt the nipples, and uh, they say all kinds of fun things on them, like uh, poddex yeah. <laughs> or podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything you decide to get, fill up that cart and uh, put in the promo code bacon. Because you will get ten percent off. Yeah, yes. and everything's better big. And get ten percent uh, off. Check it out. So, Matt, uh, what are you thinking? You want to do a, a one of these decks? You want to do one one from the app? Um, yeah, let's do one from the app. Actually, all right. The uh, what were the cat? I I heard philosophy. I heard mental yeah, health. We had, I, heard, I mean, there's uh, a whole bunch. So we have uh, we, we got philosophy. We've got mental health. We've got um, we've got some of the same ones. What the fuck? We got movie night. Uh, we've got deal breakers. Any of those popping out to you? Um, yeah, all, any one of those actually would be uh, interesting. Um, how about let's go with deal breakers? Deal breakers. All right, let's see what we got here. All right. Now um, I will warn you that some of these can be benign, and some of them can be, "Hey, buddy, we met an hour ago." <laughs> so, that, that's about the barometer right right exactly, Fair, exactly. Fair enough, i've been i've been warned so you never know you never know all right um so which is a bigger deal breaker for you on a on a first date doesn't like children at all or discusses wanting kids on the very first date Discusses wanting kids on the very first date. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I do think that's a that's that's rough to to bring up when you first meet somebody. Yeah, it's not as bad as like discussing children's names on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like I would name our kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, uh, check please. <laughs> Unless it's unless it's followed by the words Luke and Leia, like you know, I'm. Oh, see, that could be <laughs> a good go. thing then. Could be a good thing then. Yeah, I like, always follow it with like, I'd like to name our kids vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I I don't think uh, that would have ever worked for me on a first date at all. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. That's probably okay. a deal breaker for me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I know it is for me. I'm like, do you like kids? Oh, you do. All right, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> I like other people's kids. I love Mike's kids. Mike, Mike has awesome kids. Yeah, my kids are great. They uh, are except, great, except yeah. for the COVID thing. COVID thing. I mean, whatever. But, you know. What a what a jerk. <laughs> getting getting COVID on a on a podcast night. It happens, I guess. You know, well, what? she's it's still okay. she's still doing cartwheels though. You gotta, that's you know, true. That's, that's, true. that's, that's some effort cartwheels. there. 
That's yes. that you is know. some effort. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is strength. She is driven. Yes. That's like way to rally. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. She'll kill all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She definitely will. Uh, hold on one sec. Jim, you keep going. I just got to run inside for a sec. Oh, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, I had, a, I had a couple other movie things just because I, I love this topic and I love talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just think it's, it's, I don't know, movies are a way that we kind of communicate just kind of like, like music is, you know, like um, when we have those the quotes that happen with our mm-hmm. friends. We kind of, we know we're all on the same page. We know we're all in the same yeah. place. Um, so right now I have a, uh, in my notes app, I have a long list of movies that my girlfriend has never seen because she has never seen anything. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's just, she's seen like when we met, she had seen jaws, like all the jaws films. That's her favorite movie of all time is jaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has two Jaws tattoos and and crazy amounts of memorabilia. Um, the uh, original Keaton Batman, mm-hmm. the um, like the Dark Knight series, that yeah. whole series. She loved all that uh, and like Mean Girls, and that was <laughs> the extent of and Anchorman. You know, yeah. that was the other thing because that's where we we bonded. And that was the extent of like her movie knowledge. I'd be like, oh my God, have you seen this? And she'd yeah. be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So we <laughs> made a giant list of, of movies where I was like, you have to see this. You have to see this. You have to see this. Everything from Lost Boys and the Crow to yeah. like um, some of the movies that I'm like, if you get this, we're going to stay like uh, Death to Smoochies, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I, 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 I love that movie <laughs> rainbow fucking randolph you know yeah. like i <laughs> yeah so if uh so do you have like if you had to think of it offhand um yeah. what are a, a few films that you think are just like necessary viewing for people that are going to be friends with you <laughs> oh yeah um yeah I, i'm i'm definitely i think like the big lebowski yeah. and ferris bueller um ferris bueller stay off um i think uh and then to kind of you know go uh i think uh you know like like pulp fiction or reservoir dogs oh yeah definitely um and i get not everybody's into reservoir dogs but if you like that movie, there's a good chance we'll get along. You know? Right. Yeah. No, I think that's important. I think that's, yeah, that yeah. goes back to like, you know, when in seven questions, when we talked about the jukebox question, it's right, like, right. if you're in a bar and you pick something, sometimes you pick something to, to look around the room and figure out who your friend's going to be. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever's head pops up and looks around to see who picked it. You're like, oh, yeah. we're well, drinking and, tonight. <laughs> and funny thing, going back to that, if I ever meet anyone who in the States who knows placebo by any you know, even with like from the smallest point of view, right? Um, I know that that person and I are going to get along just fine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god, a placebo fan. It's like finding like a pot of gold here. <laughs> like, I, uh, I should introduce you at some point to. I have a, a really good friend that I grew up with. Um, uh, his name's Mike, and he lives. I, I grew up in Indiana, and he really introduced me so much to, um. I goth, I guess, for lack of a better term of, you know, like it's, it, yeah, I say goth now and nobody knows what I'm talking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but like, 
you know, like uh, Bauhaus and, uh, yeah. and and like bands like Depeche Mode and bands like The Cure and bands like, you know, like um, all those kind of bands yeah. uh, that he was just super into and it was super his scene. And uh, when I started hanging out with him, he started introducing me to all this music that I that I had heard, you know, but I had heard like, you know, I liked The Cure, but I didn't know. I didn't know some of these other bands. I was like, oh, like The Cure? And he's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Just kind of like that. Um, and, uh, you know, finding that connection of of people. Placebo was another one where he yeah, was like, yeah. oh, dude, check this out. You're going to love this. Um, you know, he he brought me to Chicago to go to like a couple of like uh, goth clubs. And, and I got to like be part of that scene and, and kind of like let some of it in. Yeah. <laughs> So it was just awesome to do. So yeah, I might I might have to I have to hook you guys up at some point. Yeah, right on, right on. <laughs> well, and it's funny too because I think like music is for me is probably a better predictor of who I'm gonna connect with. Right. I can think of um a couple of stories. I was um I was in Berlin. I was uh, taking some time and I was traveling and whatnot. And I was in Berlin and was staying at a hostel. And these kids that were, pro I mean, they were probably like 19, 20 years old. And so I was a little older than them because this wasn't that long ago. And um, I had uh, like, you know, like you're kind of just meeting and introducing yourself. And I heard them right. kind of talking a little bit about music. And I was like, huh. And I was like, oh, so what kind of music are you guys into? And the one kid, it was so funny because I, they, they had that same glazed look of like, oh fuck, how do I answer this? The because because it's <laughs> right, the same because right. it's the same look that I I recognized it well. It's the same look that I give people who I don't think are gonna really get it. Right, you know? you're trying like, to think of a band that's like if, popular enough. <laughs> yeah, like if I yeah. say like if if I tell my grandparents shoegaze, like what the fuck is right, shoegaze? Right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they kind of gave me that same look. And the one kid's just like, oh, I, I like everything. I, you know, and he kind of right. goes that route. And then the other kid kind of, you know, I probably, probably just want, I was going to say he threw me a bone. He probably just wanted to see how I was going to react. He said, oh, I, I like stuff with like big, washed out, noisy guitars. <laughs> I was like, C like my bloody Valentine. Like, and he's like, oh. and like the two of them were like, right. Oh. <laughs> they were like, you know, my bloody Valentine. You know, my like, bloody Valentine. I'm like, it was like they were kind of like you're speaking our language, and I'm kind of thinking you're speaking my language. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we just become best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So that was like one of those moments where it was like, and, and so I, you know, the next two days, like you know, the three of us hung out. We're like, we went to like some jazz right. clubs together, and we're talking awesome. about like all sorts of music. So, um, and what was even uh, what was funny too is like I think it was just it was maybe like a week before that I was actually in Prague and um, an, another hostel. And there's a, um, these two siblings from France, a brother and a sister. And I don't re remember like how we, we just started kind of talking and yeah. they, they asked me, they said, Oh, well, what brought you kind of here to Europe and everything. And at the, I said, Oh, well, I came to see, um, I was doing like a kind of a, you know, little two month, backpacking thing around Europe. Right, okay. But I had purposely rerouted my trip because Placebo was playing in uh, Stuttgart, Germany. It was like their only show of the year or something crazy like that. 
And I was like, well, fuck. I mean, I got to like go see placebo overseas, you're, right? You're there, you know, yeah. They're, they're not, they're not going to be here anytime soon. So well, even if they were, it's probably and if, a yeah, different experience. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, by, by hundreds of that, well, by tens of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was telling them about this and it was like instant friends, you know, nice. like I, I went to, we went to dinner together two nights when I was in Berlin and after the, and they had gone to Berlin too, like a day or two ahead of me. Um, I met them again and we like, you know, saw some sites together and had you know dinner together and to this day i'm still friends with them and it's been like 10 years or something oh that's, that's awesome. awesome so, so it's uh, like like music really kind of you know as it, a uh bonds. as a self-proclaimed introvert how do you like when you're going on when you're just <laughs> going on trips like this how do you how do you approach that because um i love to i love to travel i love to i i haven't been able to do um most of my traveling has been like with a band I've gone on yeah. the road and stuff like that. But even when I was young and I first got a driver's license, it was like, I used to drive to Atlanta cause it was Indiana was, you know, I could get there and within 10 hours mm -hmm. and hang out. And I would always just try and like find people that seemed to be in a place that played music that I liked. And I would yeah. try and yeah. find friends. Uh, but, I'm not, I'm, I'm more extroverted. So I'm more of like, uh, I walk into a place and I'm like, who's going to be my friend. You know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm that. Uh, so as a, as a yeah. proclaimed introvert, what's, <laughs> how do you, how have you kind of like worked that out and made these friends? You know, I, I, the, the two months in Europe was part of a four month kind of round the world trip. Okay. And I learned very early on in that trip that it's going to be a pretty lonely trip if I, uh, you know, if I, if I don't kind of just force myself to right, make friends, you know, there, and, and right. meet people. Um, and, you know, and it definitely, you know, it, it was actually a little easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, cause it was kind of like those situation where like you can say hi and, you know, only get stuck with someone for a few minutes if like you don't <laughs> click. <laughs> you know? Right. That's true. That's true. Um, it's our single serving friends. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, hi. You know, do you want to grab a pint? You know, right. whatever. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, then you don't have to really invest more. <laughs> into yeah. It. No, it's... Um, but I got super lucky and I met some amazing amazing people i mean meeting the people i met on that trip was by far the like the best experience of doing that right and, and like i said i mean i'm still friends with a lot of those people um that i really connected with so yeah i just kind of forced myself to do it nice what uh what cultures kind of st like i know you spent like a week in tokyo i know you spent yeah um, yeah I know you spent a lot of time in like uh southern ireland and mm -hmm. like you you you've been all over the place what cultures kind of stood out to you um, and like, or maybe not stood out to you, but like spoke to you on like a, on an emotional level where you were like, Oh my God, I get this place. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't say that like I got the um, like the, the Japanese people mm -hmm. because like, you, you know, obviously with a language barrier, right. Right. Being what it was, was a little challenging, but, um, but I, I, I felt so welcomed you know, like they were every encounter I had was just, you know, they would go out of their way to like to help you out and to make you feel welcome and to, you know, like if they could tell you were lost. I mean, they would really like 
like I got on a train, I was taking like a day trip out to like some, you know, town in the middle of nowhere where there was some supposed to be like some cool temples and the train, it, I, I guess I must've been early. And cause I thought I was like, you know, I thought I was there on time and there was like no one on this train. Um, there was like a, like one lady with like, um, you know, she had like a bag of her stuff and whatever. And I was trying to ask her if this was the train to uh, a town was called Nico. Okay. And she, um, I don't know if she like was understanding what I was saying, but she understood enough. So she actually, she like got up off the train, like left her stuff there, like, like went, like walked down the station and like was looking up like, <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of like amazing. freaking out. Uh, yeah, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, God, if the train doors close, like this, you know, like this poor woman, right, right. Like, I have her shit. Like, what am I? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, what the hell do I do? You know. Um, you, so uh, things you stick one of those bags right in the door. Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so things like that, I was just so like, just so touched by, you know, like they would really, they, they were just a, a really sweet group of people, you know. That's awesome. Um, there were these little kids that, um. I actually on that day, later that day in Nico, um, there must have been like a school field trip or something because there were there was like it was like like a Wednesday or something like that. But there were kids everywhere um, is, you know, the, you could tell we're part of like a school thing or something like that. Right. And these little kids saw me like kind of just walking by myself and they're like, you know, they're saying hello, hello. Like it was, you know, you could tell like they knew they were, you know, learning some English and whatever, and they're trying to communicate with me. It was really cool. And I passed them, like we're kind of leapfrogging each other. It's like we're stop stopping to take photos. And the final time that I, I catch up to them, they're sitting down at this um this like little uh like side street restaurant kind of thing, almost like a food stand. And they wave me over. They're like, they're pointing to like these skewers of like these dumplings and they're saying like, delicious, delicious. And they're waving me over and I'm like, shit. Okay. <laughs> so right. I, I go, I go and I have lunch with them and like, you know, they're saying like delicious and I'm like, delicious, you know? <laughs> and, um, and they're saying, and, and then it's like, uh, you know, you're kind of like, okay, delicious, you know? And like, Barack Obama, you know, because like he, he he was president at the time, right, right. And You're I'm like, like Barack Obama, sure, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I didn't. Yes, we like, can. Yeah, there was like it was just finding those little ways to communicate with them, um, you know, with what little English they knew, and I, I mean, I knew like two words in Japanese or whatever it was, right. but it, it was super cool. So they they were just the sweetest people. They were just super awesome. That's nice. definitely I definitely want to go there. Yeah, Japan's I, I one of my that Japan's one of my we've talked top about also yeah. places to go. Yeah, it's amazing. It's you know, and I, I think one of the and people always ask me like, what you know, what was it that you liked about it other than the people, right? Um, you know, it, it's it has like that big city kind of vibe. You know, it is Tokyo and it's a lot, but I love that because I can't read a single word of what's, you know, I mean, there's English of course, but yeah. um, you're not bombarded by like the advertising or right, the, right. it just looks like these beautifully like, you know, kind of caricatures or, or right. like, like, <laughs> yeah. like drawings for their lettering, well, the, you know, yeah, like, the, the letter, the characters are, are cool looking. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. So I was so like, it was just being like, an, it was like being in an art, 
picture, you know, like it was just so cool. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I've always been fascinated by like their Japan has this, it seems to have this unique way of preserving history while also ushering in mm-hmm. future and, and mashing them together without losing either. Uh, which is always Absolutely. very, very cool to me. Um, so it's like, and I've always been, I've, I've, I've been like a fan of the culture. I've been a fan of the, um, a lot of the art forms, mm-hmm. anime, some of the movies. Um, yeah. Like their architecture blows me away. Like, I think that's amazing. Absolutely. The logo of this show originally had a, uh, yeah, we had a samurai and stuff, but yeah. Any, have, anywhere in the east china japan yeah. all of it like i'll have um, to uh i'll send you guys some of the pictures i took over there of like oh please awesome yeah. so many cool um like, like you were saying about the architecture i mean the temples are of course like amazing um but some of them are like literally smack dab in the middle of you know like you look around and there's like you know more of like a modern city around it too right yeah with they, really cool um architecture that's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I uh, I did spend a little bit of time in China, and and it was it was um, absolutely incredible, just to like walk into a place and be like, okay, the place I'm in, like this this floor is three thousand years old, right? You yeah. know, like like there is that just we don't have that here, right? We're just not yeah. old enough, you know. Like, yeah. Well, when uh, I grew up, I grew up in South Florida, where everything at the time was like, you know, you're lucky if it was 20 years old. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's, everything's pretty new, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, which has its advantages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it lasts, right? But but. <laughs> uh, but it's 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 cool to kind of. But Japan, for some reason, it, it just seems like, like you said, like it, it, you could have this super old temple in the middle of a very modern city. Yeah, um, yeah. I did not find that in China. It was like you had mm-hmm. areas that were one or the other, you right? Know, yeah. Like, like Beijing was very um, kind of current. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, you'd go to like, I went, we spent some time in like Wuxi where it was like literally walking over stone bridges yeah. with people with paper lanterns on boats on the water. You know, it's yeah. like it totally a different kind of thing, um, which was awesome in its own right. Just super cool. So yeah, totally. I, uh, I feel like we can definitely talk about, travels and and music and (laughs) movies man i didn't even get to interject about the fact that uh probably in my last three bands i've written a song about something that has to do with reservoir dogs because (laughs) yeah you consistently you've got a deep well there my my favorite my favorite one is, is always the one that i for whatever reason it was about me waking up in a dream where i was shot or somebody i knew was shot and like they came barging into this like seedy hotel room as like one of the first hideout spots before they went to mm-hmm. the warehouse because they had that other spot yeah yeah to, and it was that other spot so i had that i had that song it was fucking weird but <laughs> awesome i know i know we got to let you go you got some some family things to do yes so, so before <laughs> we sign off here can you please let everybody know where they can find everything you and now after nothing absolutely uh youtube.com forward slash at now after nothing uh facebook.com forward slash now after nothing and instagram at now after nothing nice everybody check out fixation fantasy right now um i know you got more songs coming uh we didn't get to start talking about how singles are the kind of the 
dripping them out one by one, which uh, is the way that we're both doing things as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Check out the music. Check out everything. Um, dude, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, yeah, man. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Like I, We had a great time. Thank you so much. It's been fun. And uh, I will ask you again, now that we've had more time and we've talked about so many more things and we've we've had more things pop in our heads, <laughs> maybe travel is one of them. Maybe new people is one of them. But uh, if I had to ask you again yeah. now, Matt, what's your bacon? No, I, 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 you know, travel definitely, um, which is something I didn't think of the first time. Um, yeah, I, I love, love traveling. I don't get to do it as much as I, you know, as I used to, but, um, and of course, you know, COVID screwed all that up, but. Hey man, you just got to put that, put that full band together and get on tour. No shit. Right. Then you come out here, come out here and we'll all get some pizza down, down by, uh, down by the bars in the, in the city. Let's do it. Absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. Me too. I'm always in. All right, guys. So, so thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks guys. This is awesome. And everybody that's listening, thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a good time. We hope you enjoyed it. Check out the music. Go check out Now After Nothing right now uh, on YouTube and all the streaming services, everything. Check out Fixation Fantasy. If you're watching this in the future or listening to this in the future, check out whatever they got out now and then go backwards and check out everything as well. Uh, And remember to ask yourself every single day, what is it that makes your day better? What is it that makes your life a little bit a little bit easier to get through every day, a little bit easier to get through. What is it that is that thing that you get to look forward to <clears throat> at the end of all the shit that you're putting up with? Uh, what is it that makes everything a little bit better? Matt, you want to ask him the question? What is your bacon? Yeah. Goddamn right. <laughs> all right. And we're back. Yes. Matt's an awesome guy. I am excited to have him now a part of the Bimp family. Yeah, right? he was fun, man. Uh, we like some of the same movies, which is cool. Which we were, t- you know, it's like right. same movies, same music. You know, you're going to be good friends. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's part of the deal. So that being said, Jimsy, as we sign off here, uh, can you please let everybody know where they can find? Everything happening with you. Sure. You can find me at Jimmy G's Shoes on all the socials. My You're band Craving Strange. It's lovely. My band Craving Strange is at cravingstrange.net where you can also find links to everywhere online to find us. We have new music coming out all the time. If you would like to listen to Bacon is My Passion and listen about our passion. Mm. check out bacon is my podcast.com where you can find links to everything including all of our episodes including all of our sponsors like we said the before twitch. and the twitch where we are currently uh recording we're, we're going to be uh making this ep for you guys to check out uh for us really but hopefully you guys will enjoy it as well um yeah that's my stuff and our uh collective stuff mm-hmm. how about your stuff buddy uh, me personally, I am at me, my own self, Mike. I'm going to put some food pics up there because I've been killing it in the kitchen lately. I keep you sent me some good pics, man. I good sent picks. Some good pics. Yeah. 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 And they didn't have my wang in it. Made um, me hungry. It did make you hungry. Even like more hungry than the normal wang pics. Yeah. Uh, also, my band, Something Heavy. I'm, I know I, I probably said it on the last episode of just Jimmy and I, but I'm going to say it again here. 
we got a new single coming out in April. It's called Separate Ways. Not to be confused with the fine, fine song by Journey. It's different. It's a little heavier. Someday. Love will find you. Yeah, yeah. So Separate Ways. Keep keep an eye out on that. End of April. It's happening. It's going down. You can find us on the social media platforms at Something Heavy Music. And uh, this has been a lovely episode. We should do yeah. this again sometime. You and I should cover Separate Ways on the uh, Singing is My Passion. Okay. Let's do let's do a journey song. Let's let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking in, man. Let's do it, man. Let's I'm I'm all about it. All right. All right. Well, till next time, everybody, go about your day. Yeah. But go about your day asking yourself that very important question. You know what it is. I don't gotta explain it. I already said it earlier. Is your bacon. What's your bacon? I was going to give you the world peace. World peace.